This is the MLW Radio Network. Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of the Freeland 5 brought to you by Front Row Material and the MLW Radio Network for March the 8th, 2022. My name is Mike Freeland and by this point you probably know the Freeland 5 is the five top things that have crossed my mind as I've gone through all of the headlines and articles of wrestling today. So you know what, without any further ado, let's jump right in it. Uh, The big news that's coming out of today, Steve Austin has accepted Kevin Owens' challenge for WrestleMania 38. We talked about it in an early episode of The Five that we didn't think this was going to happen. However, it looks like in some form or fashion, this is going to happen. Mark Middleton is writing at this hour from Wrestling Inc., and I'll read it. Uh, As noted, Kevin Owens delivered a challenge on last night's Monday Night Raw, calling out Steve Austin for a special edition of the KO Show at WrestleMania 38. Owens has been ripping Austin and said he wanted to leave him laying with a stunner that people will talk about for years, and then he was going to pour a glass of milk over his lifeless body. This came after weeks of Owens trashing the state of Texas and the people that call it home. Now, in an update, WWE released a new promo from Steve Austin this afternoon. Stone Cold accepted Owens' challenge and said, we can call this the Kevin Owens Show, a fight, a match, a brawl, but either way, he plans to open one last can of whoop-ass on Owens on WrestleMania 38. Uh, Austin went on to say, 19 years ago, I wrestled my last match in a WWE ring. Uh, after three rock bottoms and a one, two, three, I lost the match. And for 19 years, I've had to live with the defeat, knowing my time was up. Kevin Owens, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for waking something up deep inside me that I've kept buried for 19 years. Ever since you started running your damn mealy mouth about the great state of Texas, uh, you got my attention. And why would you want to do that, Kevin? I can think of two reasons. One, you're a dumb son of a bitch. And two, you're fixing to get your ass kicked by Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, so many things to talk about right here. So it looks like it's it's going to happen. I don't know to what extent it will happen. Once again, it's going to be an episode of the Kevin Owens Show at WrestleMania. What will stem from that, we are not quite sure. But there's still tons of time uh, between now and WrestleMania for this thing to develop even further. Right now, the WrestleMania card is... Here's what's happening on night one. Logan Paul versus The Miz versus Rey Mysterio and Dominic. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Happy Baron Corbin. Night one also is going to have Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. And once again on night one, Kevin Owens hosts the Kevin Owens Show with special guest and WWE Hall of Famer Stone Cold Steve Austin. Also on night one, Ronda Rousey is going to be challenging Charlotte Flair. Now, on night two, it'll be Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn, uh, Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory, WWE Hall of Famer Edge versus AJ Styles, WWE Champion Brock Lesnar versus Universal Champion Roman Reigns, if I can get it out. And then also night two, Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley, Naomi, Sasha Banks, Carmella, and Queen Zelina Vega are all going to be in action as well in a triple threat for the women's tag team titles. And some matches that are rumored, Seth Rollins with an opponent to be determined still, and a WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal, and also an Intercontinental match uh, with Ricochet defending once again against an opponent. So that's how WrestleMania is looking right now. As I said before, there's still plenty of time 
uh, between now and then for more things to develop. Love to know what your thoughts are on Steve Austin accepting the challenge of Kevin Owens. Do you think it'll be a fight, a brawl, just a stunner? To what extent do you think that he is going to get involved? I think it's going to be really interesting. All right, moving on. More talk about Impact Wrestling. You know, I love going back down memory lane and talking about Impact Wrestling once again at this hour. Danny Wolsenholm, and I hope I pronounced that right, is writing from Wrestling Inc. that Christy Hemi is reportedly back with um, Impact Wrestling. On Tuesday's episode of Sirius Busted Open Radio, Impact Wrestling Hall of Famer, Gail Kim joined Dave LaGreca and Bully Ray to discuss the current role, role in talent relations. Uh, during the discussion, the seven-time Knockouts champion explained where she draws the line backstage with the wrestlers after transforming from wrestler into a management role. She has been quoted by saying, you have to be able to balance the personal with the business, Gail explained, so I want everyone honestly, not just the women, I want the men, you know, the boys to feel comfortable to come talk to me about anything, you know, whether it's advice in the wrestling business or how to handle the business in some way. But you do really need to know how to draw that line. You need to know, and they need to know where the line is. Uh, I think I don't have a problem with being direct with people and when they need to know something or if I'm not really happy with something, that's when we really have to get direct. Gail Kim also revealed that former WWE Diva search winner Christy Hemi is now back with Impact Wrestling working behind the scenes. She went on to say, now we have Christy Hemi back. I don't know if people know that. She's backstage now working on a lot of things, you know, helping with some branding stuff and promotional stuff. It's great to have more women in the office. The more, the better. Madison Rain is becoming a little more of a in the mix as opposed to just one of the boys. The 2007 knockout of the year also disclosed that she does miss competing in the ring, but has not had a moment where she's considered coming out of retirement. Gail revealed her health is the main reason why she will never lace up her boots again. So Christy Hemi back in the fold. She's doing some work in promotions and doing some things backstage. What's your thoughts on Christy Hemi? I, I thought she was a phenomenal talent. I thought she was a great ring announcer. Now she's officially back with impact wrestling. I love the fact that some wrestlers are, you know, transitioning from what they used to do in the ring to still staying involved in the business. I think in my opinion, that is, is really important. It really, really is. I like it a lot. Um, and I wish nothing, nothing but the best for Christy Hemi. All right, moving on to another thing that found, uh, I found very interesting. Matthew Wilkinson is reporting at this hour from wrestling Inc. Bill Apter, once rumored returning AEW star to lead Ring of Honor. Legendary journalist Bill Apter was on a recent episode of Wrestling Inc. Daily where he spoke to Tony uh, spoke about Tony Khan purchasing Ring of Honor. He believes it's great overall, and this is a situation he did consider and thought was coming, and he had speculated uh, maybe an invasion angle. In a quote from Apter, I think it's great. I'll tell you why. I had a feeling a few weeks ago, and I said this to many people, he admitted, I had a feeling a few weeks ago that Jay Lethal would show up in AEW. Just weird to have him there, kind of. I don't know why. Maybe there's going to be some kind of ring of honor with these guys. And then I said to a few friends, wouldn't it be funny if AE bought ring of honor for an invasion angle or something? Because there's been so much news about ring of honor recently with them uh, possibly relaunching in April. So I had several things that are going to be happening here after speculated about 
two former WWE stars that could end up being involved in this project. One of them is Cesaro, who Aptor thinks Tony Khan is interested in. Meanwhile, he discussed the possibility of Cody Rhodes returning to the fold. In a quote from Aptor, I do think that one of these, one of the people that Tony Khan is interested in, and one of them is a former Ring of Honor from a long time ago. I think that Cesaro should be involved. The other chatter going around the rumor mill was, I've tried to track this down and I can't get any answers. I've got a lot of people out there, he noted, is that Cody Rhodes in this whole thing, maybe this was all planned to make him be a part of a separate company. As you know, his last real independent appearance was with Ring of Honor in Philadelphia with the Young Bucks, and he says, I was there. In a separate quote from after, Cody even said, do you want me to come into the ring and do a promo with us? And I said, no, I don't want to get you in trouble. So I don't know if all the rumors, of course, that everyone in WWE dressing room is excited because Cody is allegedly supposed to be coming back. But you can imagine the swerve that would be at this point. So I think it's interesting. Bill Aptor thinks that there's a chance that Cody could be involved in this. And I think he would welcome this, whether it's an invasion angle or a giant swerve or we're all fooled upon what really happened with Cody? Did he intentionally uh, deceive WWE, letting him know that he was interested in coming back just to be a part of this big, elaborate plan? I don't know. It's very interesting. Uh, moving on to WWE news, Mark Middleton is reporting at this hour. It's Hall of Fame season. Let's start talking about what's going on. The master and the ruler of the world, as we all know, is Psycho Sid, is reportedly going to be heading into the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, many people are reporting. Matt Men's Andrew Zarian reports that former WWE champion Psycho Sid is expected to be announced and inducted into the class of 2022, which will happen on WrestleMania 38 weekend. There's no word on who would induct Sid at this time. However, the Steiner brothers and Queen Charmel were also rumored for 2022 Hall of Fame, but nothing has been confirmed there. Um, as a note, uh, the 2022 Hall of Fame induction will air live on Peacock and the WWE Network from 10.30 p.m. until midnight Eastern Standard Time. The show will air right after WrestleMania 38 Go Home edition of SmackDown goes off the air from the same venue, which is the American Airlines Center in Dallas, Texas. The only names announced for the 2022 class right now is The Undertaker and Vader, but stay tuned for more names to be released. The rumor mill is going to continue to spin its wheels. I'm sure we're going to hear more about people that will be coming in, people that won't be coming in. I will say this, it does surprise me that the idea of the Steiner brothers going in, not necessarily Rick surprises me, but I thought there was a ban on Scott Steiner when it came to WWE. Let me know on that. Uh, hit me up. I am at Mike Freeland on Twitter, M-I-K-E-F-R-E-L-A-N-D. Uh, love to know what your thoughts are about that. But great reporting by Mark Middleton once again at this hour regarding the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, another thing that I find to be very, very interesting here is uh, Tony Khan recently made the statement uh, at the media scrum that he plans on being the booker for uh, Ring of Honor as well. Uh, so he will obviously have the duties of being the booker for AEW, being both Dynamite uh, and Rampage, but then he would also be highly involved uh, is allegedly being the booker for Ring of Honor as well. What's your thoughts on that? Do you think that it's a smart idea for Tony Khan to continue to put himself in more busy uh, projects? Or do we think that 
maybe he should hire somebody else. Do you think uh, William Regal coming into the fold has something to do with that? Maybe William Regal will be doing more than just being an on-air personality. I think William Regal might be one of the biggest coups that AEW can really brag about because he has done an amazing job um, with the talent in NXT, and he's a great on care on uh, air person as well. So I I think he's such a such an asset that. WWE really dropped the ball when they let him go. And I feel like they're going to have a lot of buyer's remorse or releaser's remorse if if that is uh, the case with this. So um, the other thing I want to mention to you about is this. When we talked about the AEW uh, pay-per-view uh, revolution, I shared with you some of my thoughts about the media scrum, the blood, how long the show ran. Uh, some people DM'd me and they said that they agreed with me. Um, some people said that we've become so conditioned by WWE not showing blood that when we do see it, uh, people tend to freak out. Do you agree with that? Maybe that's something that that there's some truth to that. Uh, one thing Daniel Bryan actually said, or Brian Danielson uh, actually said, was a conversation with Vince McMahon before he left WWE was Vince said, well, what can I give you? What do you want? And Danielson said he wanted to bleed. And Vince said, I'm sorry, I cannot give that to you. So very interesting. Very, very interesting as far as all of that is concerned. Um, something also very interesting here, more news from Impact Wrestling. So the headline here is Impact Star finishes up with the promotion after the Sacrifice Special. This is coming um, from Wrestling News Headlines. Uh, they are the ones who wrote this article. Jake Something is now a free agent after he finished up his commitments at Saturday's Impact Wrestling Sacrifice pay-per-view where he lost the X Division Championship to Trey Miguel. Fightful Select reports that Jake's deal was up at the end of February, but there was one outstanding date on his deal. It was said that as of this writing, a deal between both sides have yet to come agreement on that. So, very interesting here. Where do you think Jake Something is going to show up at? Do you think he's going to go to an AEW? Do you think he's going to go to an NWA? Are you big fans of Jake something? Would love to know what your thoughts are. So please, by all means, hit me up on social media. Like I said, I am on uh, Twitter. It is at Mike Freeland. At Mike Freeland. Uh, what about this? At Revolution, we also saw that there was a big contract signing with Tony Khan. Swerve, Shane Strickland, files trademark for his in-ring name. This is being brought to you by WrestlingNews.co, Andrew Ravens at this hour. Swerve, Sh Shane Strickland, filed for a trademark for his ring name, Swerve Strickland, with the United States Patent and Trademark Office. It was filed by Michael E. Dawkins for entertainment purposes. Uh, you can read the entire um, filing if you would like. I know a lot of people are very, very excited that uh, Swerve is going to be in AEW. Uh, he got a great pop when he came out, when he talked to Tony Schiavone. Um, he was also formerly known as Isaiah Scott, to those fans who remember him as part of Hit Row in WWE, NXT alongside B-Fab, Top Dalla, AJ Francis, and um, Strickland has had a run with the North American Championship before he was let go in November. Strickland had a lot of interest from several promotions when WWE's non-compete clause expired. However, he decided that the AEW promotion was best for him. Interesting. 
in another very interesting article that I found out right now, Andrew Ravens also is reporting today, Kurt Angle's brother Eric is diagnosed with kidney cancer. Kurt Angle has shared some unfortunate news on Instagram about his brother Eric. The WWE Hall of Famer previously noted that his brother was in need of a kidney transplant and recently announced that Eric has kidney cancer. Angle wrote, after posting this about my brother Eric last month, sadly, we have had more terrible news. The doctors recently found cancer in my brother's left kidney. It's imperative that we find a kidney donor ASAP. We are initially racing against time. And as I stated before, my brother and my best friend in this whole world, Eric, is in need of a kidney transplant. Obviously, it goes without saying how huge of this is to ask. However, if there is a chance a selfless individual out there is willing to give Eric a second chance at life, please go to Living Donor, uh, L-I-V-I-N-G-D-O-N-O-R-R-E-G, R-E-G, all together, dot U-P-M-C dot com to register. Our thoughts and prayers are definitely going out to the Angle family because this is definitely something that uh, scares a lot of people. You know, a lot of people go through a lot of difficult and, and devastating health situations, and this one definitely does. Once again, we are thinking about him right now, and we wish him nothing but the best. Um, in a very interesting article that I came across, this is once again from Andrew Ravens. Jesse Ventura is to headline the 80s wrestling um, convention, going to be in Morristown, New Jersey. Jesse the Body Ventura to headline the 80s wrestling con event live on March the 7th, featuring over two dozen stars to help benefit Connor's Cure in New Jersey. So 80s Wrestling returns live on Saturday, May 7th at the Menem Sports Arena in Morristown, New Jersey from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. featuring over two dozen stars from the golden age of professional wrestling. The event will feature those from the 80s such as Jesse the Body Ventura, Jake the Snake Roberts, Cheryl Roberts, the Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase, IRS, Greg the Hammer Valentine, Bruce the Barber Beefcake, Demolition, Bushwhacker Luke, Bob Backlund, The Birdman, Coco Beware, Barry Windham, J.J. Dillon, Cowboy Bob Orton, Dutch Mantel, The Fabulous Rougeau Brothers, The Islanders, Medusa, Mike McGurk, Missy Hyatt Virgil, Slick, The Brooklyn Baller, Tito Santana, Typhoon, Tommy Rich, Al Perez, Sal Sincere, and Barry Horowitz. If you want more information, you definitely can. This is going to be a great, great event. Once again, that's going to be happening on, uh, let's see here, May the 7th in Morristown, New Jersey, from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. It's going to be happening at the Menem Sports Arena. So if you are in or around the New Jersey area, Jesse Ventura is going to be hosting this awesome, awesome event. Huge stars from the 80s are going to be there. I think it would be awesome if uh, if you had the chance to go out there. Also, uh, at this time, uh, Michael Schrote is writing here, and this is from WrestlingNews.co, Tony Schiavone says he had no idea William Regal was joining AEW. On What Happened When, the podcast where Tony Schiavone talks to Conrad Thompson, he said he had no idea William Regal was showing up at AEW Revolution. In a quote, Schiavone says, I was absolutely stunned about William Regal. I did not see him prior to that. All of a sudden, the live interview I had done with Brian Danielson a few weeks ago made sense because he mentioned Regal's name. I remember in that interview thinking, wow, that's some inside basketball talk here or baseball talk. Well, we're talking shop. I had no idea if he had gotten permission to use Regal's name or not. 
It didn't dawn on me until he showed up. When he walked in, the fans went bananas, chanting his name. It was a great scene. Before we went back and I did the thing with Swerve, I ran fast in the back and asked our producers backstage where Regal was. He said, around the corner, Regal was standing there. I went up to him and I grabbed him and I hugged him and said, well, you son of a bitch, you kayfabing son of a bitch. He said, how you doing? I said, I'm doing excellent. Um, I am so, so excited about what William Regal is doing. If you'd like to read this full article, please, by all means, go to wrestlingnews.co, support Michael Schrute. This article was posted as of today. So William Regal is officially in AEW. Um, let's go ahead and let's take a look at this WWE news. I feel like this is kind of interesting. This is once again, coming from wrestlingnews.co. Andrew Ravens is writing at this hour. WWE files trademark for old scratch logo. WWE filed the trademark rights to the scratched logo that was created during the most popular era, the attitude era. The company did so on March 3rd with the United States patent and trademark office. It's listed for merchandising reasons. The filing notes that the mark consists of two stacked W's uh, letters with a scar underneath. It is the description. Um, so it has been popular ever since 1997 uh, around the Survivor Series. In May of 2022, WWE had to change its name from World Wrestling Federation to World Wrestling Entertainment um, due to a lawsuit with the Wildlife, the World Wildlife Foundation. Thus, they had to change the name and everything affiliated, including its logo that they had had. So May 2002, they went ahead and they made the change from the scratched logo, which appeared in 1997. Interesting on that. Um, I remember the commercials for Get the F Out, and I thought it was kind of hilarious. But, you know, I, I wish WWE might have pushed it a little bit harder to try to keep um, the WWF name. But you know what? Oh, well, not much you can say about that. Um, there's a couple stories that are going around right now. Uh, Paul Davis is writing that WWE says AJ Styles is injured. WWE announced that AJ Styles has suffered a severe neck contusion after last week's attack by Edge. Now, whether or not that's obviously part of the storyline or not, we are still soon to find out more information about this. Um, Edge gave Styles the concerto. The injury announcement appears to be just part of the buildup to WrestleMania. Oftentimes, contusions are used in storyline segments. Um, I'm very, very excited to find out what's going to happen in this match. That might be the match that the world talks about. Um, when all is said and done, when it comes to this WrestleMania, uh, I think it's probably going to be the headliner. I mean, no offense whatsoever to Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar or any other title holder, but I think that's going to be the match that seals the show. You're probably getting sick and tired of hearing about this, but Paul Davis is writing at this hour update on Cody Rhodes WWE talks. As of today's writing, Cody Rhodes is still a free agent and there is still no word on where or when he might pop up. In a post on the Wrestling Observer board, Dave Meltzer confirmed that negotiations have hit a snag and there are multiple offers on the table for him now. Meltzer said not to say that those multiple offers are or what they are, and he did not say if he was ever going to return back to AEW, but there is still a possibility. There are many companies out there willing to offer all kinds of money uh, that AEW and WWE can offer just depends on who has the best offer. Meltzer said the following on his board, negotiations hit a snag. WWE wants the decision made soon for obvious reasons. The ball is in Cody's court. At one point, 
Creative was told to come up with something for Cody at WrestleMania, but those plans were put on hold last week, and Creative was told that things were out up in the air with Cody. Now, if Cody does sign with WWE, there is a major star on the roster um, without a Mania opponent. So, in theory, Cody versus Seth Rollins could be a possibility for WrestleMania. Interesting. Like I said before, I ran down the card for WrestleMania, and, and they're right. Seth Rollins does not have um, an opponent yet. So we'll have to see about that. I am so excited to be bringing the Freeland Five. Once again, the Freeland Five is brought to you by Front Row Material and the MLW Radio Network. If there's anything that you enjoy about this show, we would love to hear your feedback. Let me know what your thoughts are. I would love to continue all of this discussion. And if you have something you'd like to discuss with me, hit me up. My DMs are always open. Would be more than happy to engage in some more wrestling talk with you. Remember, we always have front row material that happens each and every Tuesday night. We are live on Twitch. Live on Twitch. Uh, we are going to be going a little earlier than usual. We have a live uh, Future Stars Now with Carrie Silken, uh, former owner of Ring of Honor. And then we have the main show which is going to be front row material. We are going to be going live at that point in time, eight o'clock Eastern standard time. Join in the chat. It's free. All you got to do is uh, come on in and let us know that you're here. Post your questions. and We'd be more than happy to answer those guys. That's going to do it for this episode of the Freeland five. But as I said before, continue to follow us, continue to go ahead and hit that follow button on our uh, YouTube page. The more followers we can get for the YouTube page, the better. We're always posting videos. Also, continue to follow us on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter. You can follow The Rit. You can follow uh, The Butt, Christopher Butt, Liam Savage, Anton Heidnick, um, Moondog Murray as well. So follow the entire cast and crew from, from blah, Front Row Material. Wow, I'm talking so fast, I'm, I'm getting actually tongue-tied. But that is going to do it. I wish you guys all the best. I will see you guys tonight in the chat. That's going to do it for this edition of the Freeland Five. The world of 